After Justin Bieber teamed up with Tim Hortons to create Tim Biebs, he knew his job wasn't done. So he's bringing Tim Biebs back and pairing them with his delicious new French vanilla Biebs brew, steeped for 16 hours. That's 16 long, pensive, dedicated hours. But hey, take it from Justin. It's worth the wait. Try my new French vanilla Biebs brew for a limited time, only at Tim Hortons. Order it with your favorite Tim Biebs for the perfect pairing at participating U.S. restaurants while supplies last. Confessions from Pitch and Forge. I'm not scared of heights, but that 200-foot drop at Mountain Monster? Wow! I screamed so loud, my wife hasn't looked at me the same way since. This year, my siblings and I surprised our mom at Dollywood for her 70th. Seeing all her kids and grandkids together was really special. I think we'll all remember this trip. Confessions from Pigeon Forge. Visit MyPigeonForge.com to plan your trip today. The Exxon Radio and TV show is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the Exxon Radio and TV show or in any manner endorsed by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, Talkstar Radio Network, its affiliated stations, or employees. Welcome to the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. by Carrie Blackwell. He's a Canadian artist, up and coming. His new CD is coming out. And the song Betsy is all about n- not a girl, not a dog, not even a bird. It's about a cow that got abducted by aliens. What a song. Once again, that is Carrie Blackwell. The name of his song is Betsy, and it's going to be on a sooner, soon to be released a CD entitled Betsy. One eight seven seven five two eight eight two five five is toll free throughout the U.S., Canada, Alaska, and Hawaii. Welcome back, everyone. My name is Rob McConnell, and this is the Exxon on the Talkstar Radio Network. My guest this hour is Tom Kennedy. We're talking about his new book out called The Twelve. 
The Twelve is a supernatural murder mystery. Now, the story begins in Los Angeles with the brutal killing of an eccentric Beverly Hills billionaire. Now, the man's dogs are blamed for the attack. The case would never have been closed happily. I'm sorry, the case would have been closed happily by Detective Lieutenant Bob Dandridge, except for one thing. The killing was witnessed by a psychic who saw the murder through the eyes of the killer. Wow, it sounds like a book made for TV. Tom Kennedy, welcome to the Exxon. Thanks for having me on. Uh, Tom, uh, where did you get the inspiration for your book, The Twelve? You're breaking up a little bit. I said, when, uh, where did you get the inspiration for your book, The Twelve? Uh, you know what? I, I wanted to write a scary novel mm-hmm. ever since I was a kid, basically. And so I was thinking about multiples of the number six, um, that being the devil's number, according right. to the Bible. And uh, 12 was double that. Then I thought, uh, how many things have the word 12 in common? Mm-hmm. And it just seemed like a natural, because, you know, there's the 12 tribes of Egypt, the yes. 12 prophets, the 12 days of Christmas, 12 apostles, I think I said that, the 12 steps of Alcoholics Anonymous, 12 Caesars of ancient Rome, mm-hmm. and the 12 principles of modern mass, you know. It just uh, seemed like a perfect fit. Now you're a, you're a, you're in the entertainment industry. You now are the owner of an advertising agency. Uh, where, where did the psychic spin come into this? Oh, I, I had an assistant at one time that loved reading the horoscopes mm-hmm. every day, and um, you know she just couldn't get started till she got the paper and read her horoscope. <laughs> well, she's and, not- uh, we used to laugh about it. Until she told me, you know, how much she really relied on it and how true it had been for her so many, so many times. And um, then eventually I met a couple of psychics. You know, in, in the entertainment business, you run into them from time to time. Yes. And, um, and I just thought, wow, let's see this through her eyes. Now, prior to your uh, your writing the the novel, the Twelve, had you had any belief or experiences with paranormal activity? Or? Oh, you know, it, throughout life, certain things would happen, like um, you know, that couldn't be really explained. Like things would disappear when I just put them down, mm-hmm. or other things like that. And you know, um, I, I was born an Irish Catholic boy, so there's a lot of religion in there. But, um, you know, after uh, years of that kind of, you know, religious training, you start to become aware of certain things that happen from time to time. And, you know, that's like full of mysteries, that thing. It sure is. Tom uh, Kennedy is our special guest. He's the author of The Twelve. And uh, how have the reviews been going with The Twelve? Pretty good. Very good so far. And I have, uh, I'm expecting one in from a major U.S. book reviewer, um, Kirkus Reviews. Mm-hmm. And um, if that should be in within the next week. And, well, you know, uh, one man's ceiling is another man's floor, the way I look at it. So you can't... Chain, chain, chain. Chain, chain, chain.
Welcome back, everyone. Tom Kennedy is our special guest. Tom is a writer, director, film editor. He was also an executive for MGMUA Studios, where he served as Senior Vice President of Marketing. He now has his own advertising agency in Los Angeles, TKO Pictures. Tom has written and directed feature films and uh, shorts. He grew up loving shows like The Twilight Zone and Outer Limits. He is a huge fan of sci-fi genre. The Twelve is his first novel. What's your favorite sci-fi show? What's my favorite what? Sci-fi show. Oh, well, today it's um, still... They, they started to try and remake um, the uh, Outer Limits shows. Yeah. I really am a fan of. Love all of those. Anytime they play, uh, like, in America here, um, they on Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. they run like a marathon day where they run uh, every Twilight Zone episode ever made. And I sit there glued to the TV. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Why do you, you know, you're, you're in the industry. Why are people so uh, attracted to sci-fi genre, uh, the sci-fi genre, the uh, Star Trek uh, trilogies, uh, and, and then you've got the the um, the audience that loves to have the heck scared out of them. What's, oh, what's yeah. the draw? What's the draw? What's the attraction? Well, I think it's the thrill and the excitement of the unknown. You know, what is out there? You look at the stars every day. Mm-hmm. What is out there? You know, uh, what is beyond all this? And, and the, the idea that you can... Um, think of almost any type of storyline and if it's good and ironic enough and it, it attracts people and a lot of times if you can make it scary that's a bonus because everyone likes a good jolt it's the thing that makes people hold hands in movies you know and uh, get uh, popcorn all over the place right now um what kind of changes have you seen in the years being involved with the entertainment industry when it comes to uh, movies pertaining to um, sci-fi, aliens, um, alien well, invasions? Well, you know, it's actually it's funny you say that because um, I think that the industry has come in, in, you know, certainly stepped away from that, but turned it more um, that you could enjoy it with milk. You know what I mean? Like. The Harry Potter series are yeah. really great, but they, they're obviously sci-fi. I mean, they're dealing with witches and they're a cult, and, yeah. um, and but they're enormously popular. And what people, what makes people interested in that is that it's a whole new world, a whole new concept. It's it's like a power that maybe exists, maybe it doesn't. There's no proof either way. The what if factor. I re- you know, it seems that for a while, Hollywood was was involved with the UFO phenomenon. You had oh, yeah. Independence Day. Before that, you had uh, Close Encounters of a Third Kind. And then mm-hmm. after that, you had uh, the remake of War of the Worlds. Yeah, I, I may actually directed a film called The Time Walker, which was about um, basically an, an alien who was in King Tut's tomb Ooh. when it when it, an earthquake happened and he was sealed in there. And in discovering another alcove in King Tut's tomb, he was, he came out, basically, and they thought he was a, sar- a huge sarcophagus, but he was really just resting. And then, you know, and that, it was a great, great story. Um, it got uh, a little bit, um, I think... 
one of the producers, uh, after I started on the picture, changed a lot of the dialogue so it wasn't as, as uh, rough as it should be because he wanted to get a G audience. Tell me, and, uh, sort of cleaned it up a bit. Tell me, do you think that there is extraterrestrial life and that this planet is being visited by those from afar? Sure. I wish I could prove it, but, um, you know, I'm just a guy. Never been abducted, never had an anal probe, never... Uh, <laughs> that you know of. Yeah, that I know that of. That you know of. My, mind you, in your industry, you don't need aliens for that. Oh, no, I'll <laughs> tell me about it. This town, you, you don't... Um, you don't bend over to pick up your wallet if you drop it until you get to a safe block. And, and if you do, you bend with the knees. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, Tom Kennedy's our special guest. He um, he is the author, Exo Nation of the Twelve, and uh, it's a it's a book about a supernatural m murder. It's a murder mystery, the kind of book that in the wintertime you like to bring over to the window as the snow is falling or or if it's late in November and the rain exactly. is coming down. Sit by the fireplace. That's right. Well room. That's right. Either that or you turn the lights down low and scare the heck out of the person beside oh, yeah. you. Yeah, sure. You know, I, I love that. That's now, the kind of thrill everybody likes. Yeah. 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 The, the drawing on the front cover is rather ominous. It looks like a skeletal hand that still has some um, flesh on it crawling or pulling you know in front it, of a bunch of mice. What I love about it is that it's it's actually I, I basically stole it from Michelangelo. It's the ceiling of the Sistine Chapel, <laughs> but the hand of the devil. Ah. And and you'll notice it's the left hand, uh -huh. not the right hand, like in the Michelangelo. Um, and inside it, there is a skeletal creature. There's twelve of them. I noticed that you have 12, um, 12 uh, hooded. creatures uh, that are hooded in the uh -huh. background, yeah? Yep. Well, they're all, you know, part of the story. So well, it's, um, it, it gets pretty unique, I think. But who knows, you know? I mean, they say that every story has been told, and now it's just being retold. Well, I don't know about that. Yeah, I don't know about that either. Yeah, there's yeah, especially when you're a writer, you're trying to come up with something brand new. That's right. This, this book took me, I guess I've been working on it for about 20 years. My heavens. But you know what? I, I'm in an industry that demands my full attention mm -hmm. on things. So I would do it and come back to it, and then I have to rewrite sections because then all of a sudden emails were invented and, you know, all of this recent stuff, like Googling and, you know, fa old fax machines are out. And, you know, it just um, became more modern. So I, I always loved the uh, the idea of selling your soul to the devil mm. you know, for yep. riches or women or whatever, you know, whatever the reason. Saving someone's life, or, although that would be a kind of noble reason. So, tell me, but, why, why do you think that the, the devil is still so prevalent in today's society? Uh, he's mentioned, I mean, it's, just, it's mentioned in every religion there is some sort of a devil. Mm -hmm. I mean... Um, it you know it, it really and and the names vary. That's why you'll see in my book there are certain chants that use names from Hebrew word for the devil, um, biblical words from the devil, um, books you know um, Hindu words for the devil. There's there's so many words out there that um, call up 
Satan, mm-hmm. basically. So, you know, I mean, or give knowledge to him that he exists in almost every religion. And I think the reason is you need a bad guy. You know what I mean? We all need a bad guy. You can't be a good guy if you don't have a bad guy. That's true. That that you is know? that is that is very true. And so many times throughout history, the the devil has been blamed for man's failures. Oh, that guy's got a bad rap. Oh, sure he does. You know, sure he does. Exactly. You know, it started off by him being a fallen angel. Yes, exactly. Just imagine that getting booted out of the most elite club that has ever been created. Hey, I've been thrown out of a bunch myself. Yeah, you and me both. That's where I've seen <laughs> you before. You know, it's it's like all right. I screwed up. The devil made me do it. Remember Flip Wilson? Yeah. You know, he, yeah, the devil made me do it. Uh, yeah, sure he did. <laughs> you know, if you if you can't accept the responsibility or you screw up instead of saying, hey, I screwed up, I'll, t- I'll own up to that responsibility. Oh, no, yeah. it's the devil. Maybe that's why he was created, our, our greatest scapegoat. Yeah, exactly, our greatest scapegoat. That's a good line. <laughs> you can use it. <laughs> Uh, it's 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 funny. Here we are in the year two thousand seven, Tom, and we still hold on to parts of our past that seem to be uh, ageless. Myth- that's right. Yeah, you know. It's- yeah, that's that's another reason I wrote the book. I wanted to see if I could put my spin on what that's all about, but uh, I don't know if I did. But I tried. And I did my best, and I really did a lot of research. I, I know, I can tell uh, you were kind enough to send me one, and thank you very much for autographing it. Uh, oh, to yeah. Rob, enjoy Tom Kennedy, and, and I certainly have enjoyed reading it. Um, my producer uh, said when I logged on tonight, geez, I was getting worried. That's why, Superman, I was reading Tom Kennedy's book, The Twelve. <laughs> Got lost in time with my coffee. Um, I, I'll just pre- I hope you're enjoying it. I, I am. Uh, here's uh, from uh, chapter 6, uh, just a paragraph. Matthias Boone knelt in prayer at the wooden stand where Denny had first found him. He was using a set of rosary beads and praying out loud. And world without end, amen. Boone said, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation and deliver us from evil, amen. A mist began to form in front of Boone. He unclasped his hands, and with his left, he picked up a cross that was on the stand in front of him. With his right hand, he picked up the old glass kerosene lamp that he used for light. The the mist grew thicker, and a foul stench began to fill the room. We've got to go for a commercial break. We'll be back on the other side with our very special guest, Tom Kennedy. He is the author of the 12XO Nation. Christmas is coming up. A great, great gift. It's a murder, a supernatural murder mystery. It's a novel that took 20 years in the making. A lot of good research has gone into it. And this is one of the books that we're going to be recommending for Christmas here on the Exxon. The Twelve, a novel by Tom Kennedy. His website is www.tkopictures.com. And uh, Tom and I will be back on the other side of this commercial break as the Exxon continues live and around the world from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Still to come on tonight's show, Dr. Jason Rand will be joining me to talk about Planet X, Dwarf Stars, and Ufology. My name is Rob McConnell. This is the Exxon. And we're coming to you live right here on the Talk Star Radio Network. Don't go away. This is a really scary question. 
is the Exxon, a place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. Today on the Exxon, contacting the dead by phone. Can you contact the dead by phone? Thomas Edison kept his machine secret until they were patented, so little is known about what he may have planned but never completed. However, in 1941, a blueprint was found in New York. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Hurry in to Mattress Firm's July 4th sale. Get a king bed for the price of a queen or a queen for a twin and save up to $500 on Sealy. Plus, get a free adjustable base with qualifying Sealy purchase up to a $4.99 value. Or shop Tempur-Pedic, the most highly recommended bed in America, and save $500 on all Tempur-Breeze mattresses and get a $300 instant gift good towards sleep accessories. Only at Mattress Firm. Restrictions apply. See store or mattressfirm.com for details. Change your vehicle's oil before your summer road trip and save money now with Pennzoil and O'Reilly Auto Parts. Right now, get five quarts of Pennzoil Platinum Full Synthetic for just $22.95 after mail-in rebate. Save money and protect your engine against sludge and wear with the synthetic oil change. Stop by your local O'Reilly Auto Parts today or O'ReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. For telephone to contact the dead and this was allegedly to have been Edison's plan. It may have well been a fraud. However, in any case, a model was made from the design, but unfortunately, it didn't work. Contacting the dead? Fact or fiction? The quest continues in VXO. Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. She's got the devil in her heart. For the eyes, they tell a lie. She's gonna tell you And welcome back, everyone. Rob McConnell here. Tom Kennedy's our special guest. Tom's the author of The Twelve. And uh, before we get back to Tom, I'd just like to remind everyone that the October edition of the X Chronicles newspaper is available in PDF and on CD-ROM. If you'd like your free copy of the uh, October edition of the X Chronicles newspaper, just send me an email to xzone at talkstarradio.com. It's 22, uh, it's uh, 44 pages. It's in a full print mode, which means 
Uh, if you're using a PDF program and you want to print out a specific page, you can. It's in full color. And it's actually done on an 11 by 17 format for newspaper print. We used to print it on newspaper, but because we are an environmentally friendly organization now, we will actually want to save a tree or two. So we decided, no, we're not going to use paper anymore. This is the electronic age, no offense, Tom. But uh, we are sending it out free to anyone. And it's already gone out to over 300,000 people around the world. So we're really happy about that. And wow. It's, yeah, and it's, it's through the, the, uh, the advertisers that we have in the paper that we're able to do this. So please give, send me an email. Check the advertisers because they have made it possible for you, the Exo Nation, to ask us, if you're not already on our list, for the monthly issues of the newspaper. So to all the advertisers, thank you very much. And, um, you know, they're a great bunch. Uh, and, and you know what? This was all foreseen. Uh, and uh, we've had many psychics on our shows, Tom. And, you know, I'm, I'm a bit of a skeptic. I really am. You know, like one of the questions I like asking psychics, well, have you ever predicted your own wealth? Have you ever <laughs> predicted the rise of a stock? Have you ever found that, that hidden fortune? Have when you, you find that psychic, let me know. Listen, and the, and the universal answer is is that they cannot do anything for themselves because their gift is to help others. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I wonder that if a psychic calls a psychic, if the psychic would give the other psychic a psychic reading. <laughs> That's an interesting subject. Isn't that? Yeah. Isn't that? And you were, you, we were talking about horoscopes earlier. And... According to a time, uh, time poll going back to 2004, 93% of ladies say the first place that they go to when they pick up a newspaper is the fashion page. 72% of all men surveyed said the first place that they go to are the horoscope pages. Wow. I had no idea of that. But I know that uh, I do it sometimes myself, subconsciously. Well, we've got um, we've got many people uh, here on the show. We bring psychics on all the time, and we also mm -hmm. bring astrologers on. And they truly, uh, some of them truly amaze me. Some of them truly amaze me. But others, I, I, I've got to tell you what I did, and I'm going to share this with the XO Nation. And uh, Superman, you think I'm bad? This will show you how bad I am. We had a psychic on that I thought was full of baloney. But how do you prove it, right? Yeah. So over the commercial break, we were getting halfway to right about where we are now. I said, listen, can you tell me about my sister, Barbara, who's passed away? This poor psychic went into this entire pitch about my sister. And I let her Something go... Something she could have found out online. Okay, so I let her go for about 15 minutes. Mm -hmm. And then I said, I don't have a sister. We had a dial tone right after that. Yeah, I guess you did. <laughs> you know, but when when I feel somebody is pulling a con, I, I'm I'm very quick to challenge them and 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 mm -hmm. put them to task. I'm not one of these guys that'll say, "Yeah, wow, really, wow." If I say your book is good, your book is good. Oh, thank you. Very you know, I, I I'm not I'm not buttering you up. It's because thank you. I I in my town, there's a lot of that. Well, in, in this industry, as you well know, there's a lot of that. But I feel that. Yeah. That if you're 
got a listening audience, whether it's ten people in one municipality or like we're in, we're in, you know, like we've got three satellites going and we've just uh, joined a, a network in that in the in the Asian in Asia that yeah, gets us into twenty countries. You know, so you've got you've got responsibility as broadcaster. Yeah. And you know what? I, when you were talking about how your PDF files, you can people can get your mm-hmm. newsletter. Yeah, um, that's how my book is published on demand. Yeah, which means if you order it on Amazon.com, it takes a day and a half to get to. It's not like they have it in stock. They mm-hmm. print it, send it to you immediately. So there's no bookstores down here with tons of my books on the shelf. You know, if you want it, order it, read yeah. it. That's the way it works. And you know, I have the same attitude of saving tree. You know, save a tree. Yeah, there's a lot of trees out there that need saving. And, and you know, I'm even one of these people who's considering a Prius. Believe it or not. Wow. You know, I've been driving around in BMWs enough. Oh, talk about a dig a BMW! Wow. Yeah. Well, what's, you know, what's my little Impala to shame? <laughs> You see, my philosophy is, if it's good enough for the Ontario Provincial Police and other law enforcement to use in high-speed chases because it's safe, it's good enough for me. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, uh, we've done so much damage to this planet, we decided that this is our way of trying to do something positive. And that it, is really terrific. Yeah. I admire that. Well, thank you, sir. Thank you. Uh, in, in, in L.A. right now, are, are, are the... Are people still into the the heavy goth and the um, the vampire genre like not they were a couple really, of years ago? Not really. Although it's very funny, there are a couple of like restaurants down here that are you know basically the people behind the counters and you know the, the waiting staff. They're sort of left over into that where you know they have the chain mail on mm-hmm. on hanging from the walls and that kind of thing and torture machines all around. There's this one place, I think it's closed now, I think it closed recently, but it was called the Arsenal, and it was quite a hoot to go there, <laughs> because, you know, they really, uh, you know, they, they eventually closed down, because I guess the audience got old, and, you know, nobody was really interested anymore, but it was quite a riot to go there, and, you know, and everybody there, uh, you know, they made, like, stews and stuff like that, just the kind of food you would expect in a medieval also, um, sort of a cult type place, and, and everybody wore black and really thick red lipstick, and you know, black eye eye makeup and all that. Oh wow! Yeah, and, but and, you know, it was a really interesting place. Somebody told me recently that uh, they knew of another place, but I don't know its name. And um, you know, I just I love quirky places like that because you can usually find some real characters. Well, you know what? That 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 is that's food for thought. Imagine this: opening up a place called Sherwood Forest, right? People come in, you rip them off and kick them out, right? Yeah, <laughs> just like Robin Hood would, you know. Exactly, but you got to give to the poor. Well, that's where you and I come in. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's one of those things. Tell us about your advertising agency. Uh, well, uh, I um, actually I started out editing features, mm-hmm. feature films. And with a couple of really great directors, uh, John Avildsen, who did Rocky. Yeah. I edited a movie with him called Joe, which was his first. Hit. Oh, hey, wait a minute! I love. Yeah, I loved that. It was on TV the other day. 
Really? Really. And, wow. and, and you know what? The, you're boiling Susan Sarandon's first role. And I'll tell you something. I can prove to you that I was watching it because in the end, the uh, the person who Melissa. played yeah it, the person who was playing against Joe actually shot his own daughter and that's the closing Dennis scene Patrick, yeah. yeah that that was one of the uh, that that to me that movie was in the same genre and the same category as Easy Rider I, I really believe that myself yeah but, definitely and that's what I believed ages ago when I cut it yeah and uh, John Avelson was a very nice guy and all of a sudden from that I met a lot of people who said, why do you need to spend nine months with a director in an editing room? Why don't you make advertising for movies? And I said, well, I don't... I I really want to make movies. And they said, you know, you can make a fortune, a bloody fortune, making trailers. And suddenly, Rob, I was seduced by the dark side. Ah, the devil got you, did it? Yeah, the the devil made me do it. And um, all of a sudden, I was uh, working with great directors, but I'd work with them for like a month and be done, rather than sitting in the editing room going, diving in. In those days, it was trim barrel, and now it's all done in computers, which is pretty great and pretty easy, and anybody can cut a movie on a final cut. Or, um, you know, I use Avid personally, but... It's a matter of taste, you know. So, uh, so basically, um, you know, I, I got to start this agency of my own after years of working for other people, mm-hmm. and I went to MGM as an executive, and suddenly I was the client, and um, I decided I liked it, but um, I still missed actually cutting trailers, and even now I'm working on the trailer. By the way, uh, Exonation, Peter Doyle was uh, the gentleman who played Frank. Peter Doyle, yeah. Frank in. Uh, Frankenstein. Yeah, and, 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 he, and he also played. He uh, was the dad on. Uh, the, Everybody Loves Ray Raymond. Romano. Yeah. Noah, that was one of the great movies. In fact, Peter Fonda played the devil in a movie with Nicolas Cage. And I can't remember the you're name. You're right, you're right. Peter Fonda actually. Hello? Yeah, I'm here. Played his emissary to the devil. Right, right, right. You no, know, he didn't play the devil himself. He, he, Peter Fonda played. The, I, I worked on that movie a little bit. You're kidding? No, and um, Peter Fonda played a uh, a a, his, a a guy who saw Nick Cage die when he was younger, and was sitting around, and then suddenly Nick comes back because he made a deal with the devil. Yeah, he he was a stunt driver. Right on exactly. a motorcycle. Yeah, and who was in Eva Mendez, I think, was in it, too. It, it, was, it was a great movie, and if you're yeah, into Supernatural, that, yeah. Um, what would you call this? Hell, uh, Hellrider? I, I'm terrible at names. So am I. I work on so many movies. I, I'm Ghost Rider. I can't remember my own. Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider. Thank you, it. Superman. Oh, that was fun. Yeah. It was really fun. I And you know what? I was lucky enough to uh, read the script on that before it was ever a frame of film was shot and I just thought wow I love this that this is coming back yeah T- tell me what's it like seeing a script reading it working on it whether you're an editor or a director or, or a producer or and then you know you see it in the final cut you see the premiere and then you hear people talking about it what 15 years later on a talk show yeah isn't that amazing wow well, yeah you know it's uh I mean, it's amazing whether you mentioned that you 
saw Joe just yeah. recently. That's how it is. You know, the, the, the film that I did, The Time Walker, mm-hmm. I did for Roger Corman in 82, actually. And um, it, it, I, I lucked into the job. In other words, he, he had a um, director, the writer of the script, who was going to be the director, and he'd never directed anything before. But being an editor, I knew where to put the cameras. So uh, basically, what happened was I, I personally would have directed Gumby Goes to Hollywood just to direct something. But, but um, I didn't. And, you know, it, it came out that Roger said, well, he took this writer to a, a very small place where the writer thought he would shoot this scene. Mm-hmm. And um, there, it, when you shoot a scene, you need a, a reverse angle. And Roger says to the guy, where are you going to put the camera? There's no room in here. Where are you going to put the camera for the reverse angle? And the writer said, what's a reverse angle? And Roger just said, I, I, sorry. <laughs> and called me up and said, Tom, can you, can, can you, well, are you still willing to do this? And I obviously jumped on it. But every once in a while it's on HBO or one of the, you know, carriers, Showtime, whatever it is. And somebody will call me up and say, hey, your movie's on. <laughs> this stinker you made way back in 1982. I love the tagline. For eons they traveled the galaxies. For centuries one was trapped in a pharaoh's tomb. Now oh, yeah. he is free. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, yeah, Tom, you and I have to though. take a commercial break. We'll be back in a couple of minutes. Tom Kennedy's our special guest from writing, directing, and editing now to authoring his very first book. It's a supernatural murder mystery called The Twelve. And you can find all, all about Tom on his website at, are you ready for this? Got your pens and pencils? TKOPictures.com. Tom Kennedy and I will be back on the other side of this commercial break as the Exxon continues on the Talkstar Radio Network. Still to come on tonight's show, Dr. Uh, Jason Rand will be with us. And we're also going to try and get Cal Korf if he promises to be a good boy tonight here on the Exxon on the Talkstar Radio Network from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't go away. We'll be back in a couple of minutes. Always wanted to play the guitar with the Victor Lee... If you are obsessive-compulsive, press 1 repeatedly. If you are codependent, ask someone to press 2 for you. If you have multiple personalities, press 3, 4, 5, and 6. If you are paranoid, we know what you are and what you want. Stay on the line and we'll trace your call. If you're delusional, press 7 and your call will be transferred to the mothership. If you are schizophrenic, listen carefully and a small voice will tell you which number to press. If you are depressive, it doesn't matter which number you press, no one will answer you. If you are dyslexic, press 696969969. If you have a nervous disorder, please fidget with the hash key until the beep. After the beep, please wait for the beep. If you have a short-term memory loss, please try your call again later. And if you have low self-esteem, hang up. All our operators are too busy to talk to you. Georgia, he was looking for a soul to steal. He was in a bind because he was way behind and he was willing to make a deal. When he came across this young man sewing on a fiddle and playing it hot, and the devil jumped up on a hickory stump and said, boy, let me tell you what. I guess you didn't know it, but I'm a fiddle player too. 
And if you'd care to take a dare, I'll make a bet with you. Now you play pretty good fiddle, boy, but give the devil his due. I bet a fiddle of gold against your soul, because I think I'm better than you. The boy said, my name's Johnny, and it might be a sin. But I'll take your bet you're going to regret, because I'm the best as ever been. Johnny, rise up your bow and play your fiddle hard. Cause hell's broke loose in Georgia and the devil deals the cards. And if you win, you get this shiny fiddle made of gold. But if you lose, the devil gets your soul. Welcome back, Exo Nation. Tom Kennedy is our guest this hour. First of all, Tom, I want to thank you very much for joining us. It's been a delightful hour, and I wish you nothing but success with The Twelve, and it's certainly one of the gifts we're going to uh, promote here on the show. It's a great book. Well, that is terrific. And, you know, if anybody wants to see more about the book, mm-hmm. they can go to a brand-new website, I hope, and called www.the12novel.com, right. and that's spelled out, not numbers. So that's the 12, T-W-E-L-V-E, novel dot. The 12, novel dot com. All right, we're going to put that link on uh, the archives page and uh, let the examination. Hey, that's terrific. Hey, no. You guys have been great. Hey, it's been great. Do me a favor. When this book goes into the electronic digital age of movies, let Uh me know. And also, are you going to be doing any more books? Because just to write one book like this is a sin. No, no, I, I'm going to do another, and hopefully you'll have me on my show, on your show for that one. You know I will. Tom, thank you very much for joining us. It's been delightful, and uh, great Terrific, success to you. All right, take care, Tom. Thank you. Bye-bye bye. now. What a guy. Uh, you know, here you were talking to... I was watching Joe the other day, and that is one of the classics, and uh, Peter Boyle, who plays uh, Frank in, um, in Everybody Loves Raymond, is the... Um, is is the guy who is the lead character? He he's an excellent actor, and he also played the young Frankenstein as well. So there you go. Um, you never know who's going to show up on this show, do you, buddy? Hey, Superman. We just never know. The name of uh, the book by Tom Kennedy is The Twelve, and it's a uh, supernatural murder mystery. When we come back from the news at the top of the hour, I'll be joined by Doctor Randy. Uh, by Dr. Jason Rand. I I always call him Randy for some reason, Dr. Jason Rand. And we're going to be talking about the Planet X, we're going to be talking about dwarf stars, and we're also going to be talking about UFOs in the Soviet Union. Cal Korf will be on with us in the final hour. We're going to be talking about the Phoenix Lights. My name's Rob McConnell. This is the X-Zone on the Talkstar Radio Network. 1-877-528-8255 is our toll-free number. My email address is xzone at talkstarradio.com. On MSN Messenger, you can chat with me at talkstar at... talkstar at... No, wait a minute. Talkstar Radio at hotmail.com. They change things around me during the day, and I can't find what I need. I guess I should be lucky. I've got somebody cleaning up after me. I'll be back on the other side of the news. Don't go away. He was willing to make a deal. When he came across this young man sawing on a fiddle and playing it hot, and the devil jumped up on a hickory stump and said, Boy, let me tell you what. I guess you didn't know it, but I'm a fiddle player too. And if you'd care to take a dare, I'll make a bet. Hello, Discover here to explain our cash back match. Here's how it works. We give you cash back for using your Discover card on the things you were going to buy anyway. Then we match that cash back in your first year. And that's why we call it Cashback Match. Now to recap and say cash back one more time. We match all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year automatically. Discover. Exceptionally common sense. 
Learn more at discover.com slash match. Limitations apply.